Hey, 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 it's Uncle RJ Lift. How's everybody doing today? Today, we are actually going to do a little bit of news in wrestling. And with me today to do this is SC3 and Tony Kids. Say hi, guys. What's up? Hey, guys, it's me. It's me. It's <laughs> SC3. How are you guys? I had to do it on his show. <laughs> yeah, I got to give you the... What's up? Well, you forgot it. It's the hi, everybody. Hi, it's, yeah. it's me. Hi, everybody. <laughs> it's like you're like kind of like, uh, what's it called? Mick Foley, you know, have a great day. Like, okay, it's just little, say, that's your, that's hey, your slogan. All right, guys. Well, we got some crazy stuff going on in wrestling news. Some sad stuff coming up. So let's get through this and uh, go from here. Um, first off, bad news: sudden death, um, suicide of AEW's wrestler Hannah. I'm saying it correctly, Kimura. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I did. I'm I personally myself not too familiar with her work in wrestling at the moment now. But if she's made it to AEW, that means she's been very successful thus far. Um, prayers go out to the Kimura family for sure. Um, as far as what we know, what's investigated, that you know she committed suicide over bullying, cyberbullying at that. Um, just goes to show that cyberbullying, any type of bullying whatsoever, is not tolerated. For those people who are feel like they're being attacked, please reach out to somebody, talk to someone. Um, friend, family member, whatever you can. Um, there are hotlines for this type of situations when you have these type of thoughts. Um, depending on where your locations are, your health departments more than likely have a free service. Look those up. You know, please be able to reach out to people, talk to somebody. Once you know you get that conversation, these type of situations can be um, you know stopped before anything happens. But uh, Prayers go out to the Kamara family for sure. Um, Uncle Liz. I just want to say that one thing we do have to figure out is how to end cyberbullying. Um, I heard that people are talking about doing the all-around law based on it, and I actually agree. They should do some type of law against cyberbullying. This has gone too far, and um, not just with Kamara uh, herself, but other celebrities that have also lost their life over cyberbullying. So I think it's time for us to do something to at least, um, you know, probably like try to stop it as much as we can. But yes, rest in peace to Mrs. Kamara. Um, she was very young, 23 years old, so I didn't get to watch her much, but I believe she might have, yeah, she was a good entertainer, a good heart, beautiful person, and um, I heard and my condolences with her family. SC3? Um, honestly, for me, guys, I just want to say to the Kumora family, as Tony Kitt said before, my thoughts and condolences go out to, to, to you guys. My prayers go out to you guys. Um, honestly, to quote somebody that I've heard before, and it's the truth. But she said, you could be a, uh, a superstar. You could be uh, a someone, a person, a TV personality, a movie personality. But some of the things that people say, like, they don't understand. Like, these are actual human beings. And and honestly, if you have, if you have the, like, just think about what you say. 
because, yeah, they may be typed up words, but some people don't know their limit. And it goes to show you that you don't have to have mental illness. You don't have to be, you know, depressed or anything. These words could, could affect you. Your words have a lot of power. And understand that bullying people is not a good thing to do because it does more damage in the long run than anyone can ever think to the point where some people, even a grown 22-year-old woman, doesn't know how to talk about it, and eventually we see the results of it. Yeah. There's a lot of stories like this, not just hers, and, and something has to be done for this. So once again, to Ms. Kamara, rest in, rest in paradise, um, and again, to the Kamara family, very sorry for your loss. Definitely. Um, now, speaking about tragic death, um, we recently had another tragic death, um, this one being a little different story. Um, it goes to show that you know anything can happen in life um our life is not um it can we can have it right now we can not have it a minute later it's very precious um and for this superstar here um Shad Gaspard I don't know if I'm saying that correctly um lost his life recently uh he was on a boat with his son somehow it was a bad wave tipped up the boat he was able to save his son but as far as chat um uh, Shad himself uh, tragically, I guess, got sucked in with the storm, uh, or at least with the wave, and was not found until three days later. Um, and it was thus far been confirmed that it was him. Um, and it's sad to say, you know, a father. But, I mean, as far as it being the parents' concerned, it's what we do instinctively when any of our children is in danger, even if we are. Um, it's them before us, you know. But um, that just goes to show the type of man he is, saving his son. I know he's very grateful, and I know that will be um, really sad for him going forward. But I know that he'll have the proper support, um, especially with his friends, other superstars that we know that are kind-hearted, that, you know, we believe that they'll be there around him and tell him stories about, you know, his father, uh, positive stories to keep that mind, positive thoughts in there. Um, and that's something that, uh, you know, I know he'll have to work work on going forward, but I know he could be proud of that of his father saving his life for sure. Um, and we've heard from thus far a lot of members from I guess wrestling, even his tag team partner from the Crime Time, um, JTG, definitely had a moment and final thoughts about him. Uh, but uh, yeah, one crazy life. Any any thoughts, Uncle Lisp? Um, actually, I want to say that's, uh, from what I've heard about Shad Gaspard for such a long time is he kind of like went the way that he's always been. He's been a great man. Uh, I heard one time about there was like some type of fire that went, at, that went down in somebody's house and uh, Shad went in and like saved a few lives that day. Yeah. So it that. just tells you, you heard about it too. Yeah. Yeah. It just tells you what you know, uh, the character that he has with them. Um, I saw a video when uh, Kobe Kingston won the championship. He was there to see it, you know, and he cried. Um, one, I understand why he would cry, but two, he was also crying because he's good friends with Kobe. It was a big moment for him and Kobe to, you know, to uh, have that happen where Kobe became the WWE World Champion. Yeah. Um, and Shad, well, of course, that's something that 
even as you or Alex and uh, most people I know that are dads, you know, in life, uh, a lot of you guys would probably do the same thing as he would, you know, and uh, that, you know, take my son, save him, you know, I'm, I'll give my life for him. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's respect to Shad for what he did, and uh, it's going to be rough to see, to like, you know, my, um, what I want to say is that, you know, I want to send prayers to the family, my condolences, but yeah, it's going to be a tough time for a lot of people nowadays because of uh, trying to get over what happened. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can say really right now is just rest in prayer that's Shadow Spire, a hero, a modern day hero, modern day Superman, Batman, whatever you want to call him. Batman was a hero. Um, I heard a little bit of, of his uh, memorial service. I honestly, I cheered up. I couldn't listen to it much because I, I would have just started crying, you know, tomorrow. Um, everyone could, just kept saying that he had a positive aura that he just kept en- engulfing and, and, and showing to everybody. Um, the fact that I saw a couple of, pe- a couple of superstars that, um, that have been retired, like Chris Masters, who said when he found out, hey, I'm about to go out in half an hour. If anyone wants to go walk around the lake with me or around the ocean with me, come, come on, let's go. Um, this shows you that, that they're the yeah, they're wrestlers. Yeah, they have a paper that they have to abide by, but they're family. Um, and the only thing I could honestly just say is to Shad's son is it's not your fault. Don't think that. Um, he did it because he loves you. And honestly, he's going to look down on you for the rest of your life, and he's going to be proud of the man that you're going to become. That's all I can say. I mean, I know it's kind of twisted and everything, but it's the truth that um, he gave his life being a hero. That's all I can say. And thank you, Chad, for the, the memories in WWE. Definitely. Definitely. All right, guys, moving on. Uh, Kurt Angle. Big sudden surprise. Last time you heard of Kurt Angle, he was being fired by WWE. But looks like he's rehired and stepping into NXT this coming up Wednesday. If I'm not mistaken, he's going to be the enforcer for a, a, a tag team match or an actual one-on-one match. So, yeah, it's kind of... I'm guessing they had to put their name in the papers since a lot of the stuff going on with AEW, them getting all these new wrestlers or celebrities. Some can see why WWE would be like, ah, before you grab another superstar who's pretty good with the fans... Let me keep that guy my entity. Let me sign you back on for a little small stuff here and there. We reconstruct your contract and for you to come back. Uh, but uh, any thoughts, Uncle Liz? Recording was coming back. I think he just hit the, you know, the, um, the spot. He said the truth. I think they realized that, you know, getting rid of all these wrestlers, they're going to go to AEW where the competition's at. Mm-hmm. And right now, you want to at least try to keep, even if it's just a Legends contract, keep your Legends intact. Because right now, you lost Steam, which is a big name for you. Big time. Uh, who knows who else they're going to... Yeah, exactly. It's a big name for you. You don't know who else you got coming out there. A lot of people are not happy in that company, especially with now what's happening with the dark side of the ring. I believe a lot of people are going to start switching over to the AEW where, one, AEW lets them perform, and two, you're, uh, you're treated like royalty in that company from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Yep. All right, SG3. Um, here's what I thought that happened. 
I feel they got let go because of. I feel like they got let go. Everyone got let go due to budget cuts. Yeah. Two though, I have a feeling that their deals got restructured, and I feel that it just it made a big thing because you know we never seen such a high, such a huge mass firing from from WWE. Exactly. But I feel though that they're gonna come back, and I I mean for sure everyone was pushing for Sarah Logan to come back. Like everyone wants Sarah Logan to come back in the company. She's she's gonna come back in the company. Her husband's part of, uh, of the Viking Warriors, Viking Experience, Viking Raiders, whatever the heck their name is. The Viking people. Her husband's a part of it. So they're gonna bring her back. I just feel that though what they're trying to do right now though is they're trying to restructure some people's contracts in order for them to say, hey. We're not just trying to save you guys, you know, we're not just trying to save the company money, but we're trying to keep you guys for the longer term and make sure you guys get the best bang for your buck that you guys can get. Whether yeah. it's a legend contract, whether it's a part-time contract, whether it's it's a contract with more than, you know what, you get this much up front from us, but you also get this much from merchandise. Right. It can happen that way too. Right. And especially with WWE, like their high volume of money comes from merchandise. So if they can give a good analysts of a good amount of money, chunk of change, I don't see why would they not sign. It's the equity that gives them in with the merchandise. That's where they get their bread and butter. So I can see why some so celebrities did that. And that's why I feel that a lot of them are going to sign. Like uh, That's why I feel Kurt Angle signed again. No. I feel that, we're, that we just got the blunt of it, but we didn't see the back end of it. Yeah. Which was, hey guys, we really kind of need to restructure some deals and we need to restructure ourselves that what we can do. We have to do because right now they were also uh, rebuilding um, the headquarters back in down in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah, I heard they were rebuilding. They were, so doing some they were actually making a whole new headquarters. So they were just like, you know what? We're doing all of this. Like it, it's costing us a lot more than what we initially had expected due to COVID, and us not making live shows and us not getting money from these live shows. Really, if you think about it, the only stream of income right now is a network, which honestly is not that much. This is just me. Um, that's why you see so many promos on the weekly shows. And I have a feeling at this point, what they just said was more than anything. And again, I'm being, I'm being a, 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 ham, a, excuse me, a nail with a hammer. But at this point, though, that's just what they wanted to do. Sarah Logan, I feel like is going to come back. I believe Drake Maverick is going to come back, especially if what he said is true. He's giving everything in the Cruiserweight tournament. So a lot of fans are going to be asking for him. Yeah, And I just feel that a lot more people are going to come back it's just that I feel that also a lot of people felt they were not being used by the company correctly, so they still have a lot more reservation than someone who was being used a lot more yeah. right now. Yeah. So that's that's my intake on that part. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Uh, anything else on the list? On uh, Kurt Angle coming back? Uh, no. Actually, huh. I'm glad he is because like, so I was hoping he'd be in the new WWE game. Yeah, oh, and yeah. The thing might not be. I think I think still I think still Sting will be signed up for the next game. But then again, now that twenty one ain't happening, you might be right. He may not be in it. Dang nabbit! I gotta keep the other ones. Uh, next news: AJ Styles being traded to SmackDown. I guess. I mean, what other you know what other thing you're gonna do with SmackDown now? What like what else can you do? You're you're messing up because they found. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you know what I think happened with SmackDown. They're switching them there because him and Daniel Bryan have good chemistry when they were in that uh, ladder match, that Money in the Bank match. Well, that you... little moment that they had. Yeah. Well, we need. So I think. Uh... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I was gonna say is that they should. Uh, it'd be cool if they either team up or they start having one-on-one matches 
so both of those guys. Yeah. I would save it for WrestleMania at least if I was WWE though. Which they're not. Which they stopped doing, which is having quality wrestling matches than to have quality TV show timing. I don't know. But, but um, hey, I'm okay with it. Not whatever. We'll see who gets who goes and leaves um, from these shows. It's the, the impact of it being Raw versus SmackDown. So when they're traded like that, it's they're just. I can see they're just trying to do stuff and get a title on the headlines. So whatevs. Um, moving along, AEW recap. Anything we got going on? Issue three. Hey right, guys, so I got y'all to recap. Um, Brody Lee went up went up against John Moxley. People are calling it a great title. Should be a great title match. Uh, Brody, of course, put on a great performance. Something WWE couldn't do when they, they had him there, but not the part of the conversation. Uh, in the end, as we know, John Moxley uh, retained the title. Uh, Cody Rhodes is your first TNT TV champion. Congratulations to Cody Rhodes. Okay. Uh, I the picture that they both posted that him and Moxley posted at the end of with the social media for social media. I find it kind of funny. Also, a little bit of shade. Not the point of the conversation though. Um, did you by any chance see a Tony the Kid? No, I did not. Um, the only highlights. Uh, did you see it? No, actually, I only saw just a little bit of the previews of what they've done and. Um, I'm actually happy about Lee is doing the big Boston slam. They called it yeah. the big Boston slam, I believe. I have not seen this finish, honestly. So, I mean, if he's doing it, hey, awesome. He's actually doing more than what WWE made him do. That, but, that's true. Um, basically, what happened was that at the end of the pay-per-view, after both Moxley and Cody won their respective title, they both took a picture of them holding up their belts and then also flicking off the camera. I believe that's kind of a shot at Vince McMahon. How do you say? How do you say? Why? I mean, at this point, when did Co- what, 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 uh, when did Cody really become like a big champion in WWE? Never. Besides tag team, when when Goldust came back. Never. Nothing else. Except for Anaconda, but other than that, never. He's never won a world title at all. Yeah. So he won himself a world title there. And this is what I like. So even though we know that Cody is kind of like co-owner of AEW, he didn't give himself the main title. And I, I'm okay with that. I'm really okay with the fact that he said, I'm going to take this subtitle, but I'm going to work it. And you know what? I'm going to do the tournaments and everything. And it's a somebody once said, Cody could be in the back just basically just collecting a big fat old check, just writing up a bunch of things and just saying, hey, guys, you know what? I have my executive hat on. I got nothing more to wrestle for. But he's basically out there grinding and showing, like, hey, you know what? I got it. I still could do what I what I could have done in uh, New Japan, what I could have done in uh, Ring of Honor. Like, you guys never gave me the chance in WWE. Right. And that's what I feel that him and Moxie both did that reason because it's like, you guys didn't give us a chance because you guys only saw us as this. Yeah. I mean, Moxie won the title not many times. And I don't, did he ever really retain it? Nope. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. No, not at all. That's one thing I found very yeah. insulting. Yeah. As John Moxley's so character like was good. Why, good. That's why I feel it was a shot towards McMahon. Um, one match, though, that everyone keeps talking about, which I recommend you two to both watch, would be the stadium match between the Inner Circle that. and the Elite. The who and who? The Inner Circle and the Elite. 
And oh. basically bringing Hangman Page, you know, basically like the corporate people of the company along with Matt Hardy. Yeah. And then, of course, the inner circle with the bad guys. So you have Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, um, Jack, uh, Jack Swagger, Uncle Lester, your boy. Uh, Jack Hager. Um, yeah. Um, so you have a couple of people there. But, I mean, basically, like, they kind of, like, it, it, it's a fun match. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. I recommend you guys all to watch it. It, it was a great match. Okay. Um, do it. And that's honestly all I have to say in regards to that. So keep, keep going, uh, Tony the Kid. Okay. Well, that's it for as far as any uh, wrestling news uh, to further notice. Now, on to the next subject of our show. Um, final finale of a recap of our, our traditional Tuesday showing. Um, Dark Side of the Ring, The Last Days of Owen Hart. Now... He is the brother of Bret Hart to those wrestling fans who do know in the Hart Foundation, the Hart family themselves in Canada. Uh, one of the most questionable wrestlers that I thought that what if he would still be alive and what type of matches he would be having now. He is by far the one wrestler that I know in anybody's top list that we can say when that whole new era after the attitude where he wasn't utilized well enough. Um, once that second wind of people started coming in, like the Eddie Guerrero's, if I'm sorry to say, Chris Benoit's at that moment at that time, um, the Perry Saturn, the Malenko, the Chris Radicals, Jericho. all of them, Chris Jericho, plus Kurt Angle, him being signing on a little bit right after that. During that time of ever, what type of matches could we have seen? You know what, like. We knew he was very talented. He was one of the one of the wrestlers during the whole attitude before the attitude era started kicking off during the Bret Hart era. Um, he was phenomenal, a different type of wrestler, not a power hitter, not a heavy hitter, not a you know technical type of wrestler like how Bret was. You know, he was all around. Did some crazy flippity floppities, jumping off the ropes, being a technical wrestler like his brother. Um, high flying, power, attitude, submission type. You know, he was a real, real rounded type of wrestler, like we've seen with maybe even like a Kurt Angle, to be honest, be the spinning image of that. Let's put it that way. You know, a little bit more flips, but in that same boat, you know, what type of wrestler that was. And phenomenal. I just, it was sad to see him during the Attitude Era not being used well enough because listening to the show, and watching about watching it when they're talking about that phase in time, that was the exact time I can actually recall that I rarely saw him in any of the matches. But he was a great wrestler at that. I can barely see him. Like I, you, if we were to see now how it played out during Attitude Era, I bet you any money we'll be nitpicking and how they're utilizing him, and it would have been horrible. And we would have said, "Why don't you team up with this guy? Team up with him? Do a storyline with that guy?" Um, even at the Attitude Era. But it just didn't, you know, didn't connect well during that time frame. And I know that was a rough time of his life. And then once the whole gimmick of um, Save Him, Save Blue him the Blue Blazer, during that time frame, I remember that. But I remember it being a, more of a goof, more of a silliness of him. You know, times you, as a wrestler, you want to be silly, but I don't think that would have been a permanent thing for him going forward. I, I feel like that was a waste of time. And I know what their idea was of using the bungee cord um, to head down. But, you know, watching the film, 
and understanding what they did last minute of changes of the whole new suit and how they wanted to get that done. Even before you heard um, Martha Hart, Owen Hart's wife, state anything about suing them or investigating, you kind of already knew you're going to have to investigate in that butt buckle. What happened to the butt buckle? Why was it? How could Sting do it a bajillion different times during a live showing, pay-per-view event, and all of a sudden this one thing, you know, happens? Like there, something went wrong. It had to have been something like that. And I know that question was going around quite a bit. Um, so I knew that that was going to be investigated. And I wanted and intrigued to see what they said. And I was very surprised to see what Martha Hart found. All this, the, the, the buckle itself was for a boat used for fishing rods when they catch fish and have to easily release it. And it just by one hook, by one hook. And that was supposed to hold his weight going down. And I felt that was, you know, I'm glad that it was WWE puts it out there and I admits it in some shape, but I doubt that it's in the mission. I don't, I feel like they neglected to show anything like that. Um, any thoughts, Uncle Lisp? Hmm. Yeah, thinking about it right now, if that is true, I uh, mentioned Owen Hart. Um, now he would have been a little bit older, but. If he was around today, imagine the matches he would have had coming around from uh, 99 all the way to before probably his uh, retirement. We would have seen him with the likes of Benoit, Kurt Angle, um, Edge, Christian, CM Punk, mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan, uh, Dean Malenko, like you said, the Hardy Boys. Owen had that ability to be able to put on such a good clinic with anyone in there like at WrestleMania 10 if you watched it him and his brother Brett they pretty much put the show the match of the night on yeah um yeah I think sadly you know things like this happen and they don't happen I mean something like this happened to him and just kind of sucks because he was taken too early from us from everybody um you could tell he was a good father you could tell how much he loved his son and how he uh he put family first, where he uh, went out and, um, you know, it was like he was supposed to go do a show, but someone wanted to go see a train a show, I believe, or something like that. So he's like, you know, I'm taking a day off. I'm going to take my son to go see these trains that he wants to see and buy one. You can tell all these, those train sets that he still has today are probably the ones that his dad bought him. Yep. Um, and it's just stuff like that, like, I heard about what they said about the Hart family. Probably not, you know. Martha says they didn't help out Jim Ross because Jim Cornette said that they did. I feel like probably, you know, she's only, she's still at the point where she's still angry with the whole thing that went down. And uh, probably she doesn't really know who are the ones that did help her out and who didn't. But yeah, there's so much that went down in that show. Uh, I'm going to probably let she three go in for a little bit while I try to, like, think of things. Um, well, yes, yeah, so we uh let that should get to get get together a little bit, compose himself a little more. Um, you know, it was a sad. It's it's a sad story. 
Um, I honestly did not understand why, you know, in the past where we didn't get any information on, you know, why Owen Hart wasn't being, you know, advertised for the wrestling and all that type of stuff, attitude error types, um, when they did the stories, the video games, why wasn't he his name put out there? Why wasn't his name put out there for um for the Hall of Fame? You know, we all assume that he definitely should have been one of the first ones to be inducted right away. Um, but there's reasons beyond us knowing why that never happened. Now all it now knowing that it's all been fans, you know, thinking that this would happen, but according to WD, I'm sure that they don't, you know, they they know for a fact Martha's not gonna um sign off on that, so that's why he's hasn't been in there. And what we found out was Martha owns his name, Martha owns any of those rights for any anything like that, and she is to this day and until her dying day refuses to let WWE use his name for propaganda. Let's put it that way, of um put his name out there for just for a buck when it comes to merchandising. And what they did was put all that money that she won, all eighteen million awarded to her for the settlement between her and WWE, um, all towards the foundation of the Owen Hart in Canada, um, in Montreal. That I believe that's where it's at. Um and I, I know for a fact that was uh the positive side of the story. You know, his son obviously is becoming a lawyer, his daughter's gonna be working possibly as um what was she gonna be? Uh, working with via uh, doctor. Uh, uh, she's gonna be a media. A media. Oh, that's right. That's right. She's gonna be a media a journalist. journalist. So, you know, for all that and them being part of the Heart Foundation Fund, the Owen Hart Foundation Fund, um, is great. It shows the positive side of what she really wants people to remember Owen Hart by, and the positivity that he brought to people. Uh, his family included, and just to show the type of person he is. And I feel like that's what they're doing. It's, that's awesome. You know, you can kind of see Owen Hart and where he family-wise and where he lies um, between the structure of a family is, is that. Keep keep our family close. We will always be there for each other. There's one thing I know his father taught him. Um, and they just look like the celebrity and royalty family in Canada. And it's sad to see something like this happen to him, for sure. Um, Did you see, like, how big a funeral was? Like, how many people went there? Very huge. And celebrities that was there, The Rock, for sure, was. Triple H, I saw. Um, who else did they see? Uh, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Stone Cold there, too, as well. You know, even throughout. I think he was. Yeah, and I even through that match that they had, you know, that was an accidental. But, uh, um, yeah. You know, it's kind they of They love Owen, though. Yeah, so, everyone did. I guess uh, in the back area, you know, backstage, Owen was always a goofball and made people laugh and stuff. Mm-hmm. You can see even when Jim Cornette talked about it. I mean, Jim Cornette was talking about several points. If you look at the interview, Jim Cornette got teary-eyed right away, and I yep. can tell why. I mean, one, like you said, you know, his last words were, look out. That kind of sucks to think about it, but... His last words were telling the referee and whoever was around him, like, hey, stand clear, you know, don't get hurt because of me. Right, exactly. Thinking so. of others before anything. And, um, and that, you know, that's one thing where it's weird to see, not, not thinking about it now, but why do they continue with the show? You know, they, I feel like 
Um, they should have stopped that pay-per-view. You know, I, to, under, don't, to understand why they kept going, I don't think I could ever understand that. Um, and you see the impact and what it did to the ring itself, the amount of blood that was there, the yeah. the actual, you know, where he landed, the I would say the imprinting of his body that was left in the ring, and to just keep wrestling going forward. I, I know for a fact a lot of the wrestlers were not happy about that and that choice. They they should have stopped it, especially not knowing what had just happened. And um, I think you think one think about how big of an a hole Vince McMahon is, or better yet, a douche hole. You know exactly. Dude, this lady is suing you because you pretty much, you know, your her husband died in your ring. Yep. And not only did you not do much for him, but you also still performed after his death. Exactly. And then you try to counter sue her about it. Yep. Yeah, I agree. And it's that's where it's that you know, when you see thus far what we've seen in these series of Dark Side of the Ring is the whole how much of a douche hole Vince has turned out to been. The stories what we heard, positively true. Could these be stories kinda like leading to an investigation on him again? We don't know. I mean, the stuff that he's done, I, I'm sorry to say it, it seems to be like a horrible person, heartless, and thinking, you know, business comes first. And that's the rough part where your image, I think, that's been going on in the last 10 years has not been good. Um, but, you know, it's it's a questionable for me to see. I want to see what happens next after these series. Is what's media stuff they're going to do with Vince and what? What is it that he's going to get out of? Uh, issue three. Um, first, I want to say I'm sorry. Um, long history with myself of things I've had to overcome. The night that he, that I found out that he, that he, that he was gone, it's still kind of, um, it still hurts. So I'm sorry if I, if I sound like, I'm here and there. It still kind of still affects me the fact that you know he that the night that he would pass away. Um, so to answer you guys' point, I can't believe that they let the show continue. I get it. You know you're you're in the money business, but there, there is a fine fine line you have to you have to have to have to respect. This is a man that just passed away. Respect it. Stop the show. Honestly, it doesn't matter if you know what. This is a live event. Stop everything. We're, we're, everybody, we're going to pick this up some other time, whatever, anything. Um, to to the Hart family, thoughts and condolences to go out to them. It's been 21 years, but, but there's been a lot of people who still, as you guys saw it, Jim Cornette, still showing like the tears. Um, the referee that, that it happened to, he's still himself. You could tell he's not okay. Yeah. Because when he said, I felt something brush against my head and my shoulder. Like that tells you it affected him in a different way. Owen Hart. Funny, because Owen Hart was never one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. But to me, he was always like that funny guy, especially when he came out with the line of, I am not a nugget. Yeah, that that was fabulous. That was phenomenal at that point. I do remember that. <laughs> Actually, I was. I was thinking about Owen Hart. Yeah. No, go ahead, man. He Take it, because I'm going to have 
One thing about Owen Hart is that he's such a good talker on the microphone. You know, he knew how to he knew how to work the crowd. That's one thing a lot of wrestlers today don't have is the ability to work the crowd and get them into him. Yeah. Uh, Owen Hart, he was able to do that. He was able to bring out any character. Like look at the Blue Blazer, how he made that character, you know, uh, more entertaining from where he started. Uh, stuff like that are things that you know we tend to forget about um we don't have much no more based on wrestlers back in the day yeah uh his matches his charisma when he joined the nation of domination same reason you know yep. i'm not a nugget enough is enough time for a change yep. uh his teaming out with jeff Jarrett. yeah um, one other wrestler that i thought i've totally forgot of jeff Jarrett. i remember them being a tag partner and you know, I know for a fact I can see why maybe that was probably one of the reasons Jeff Jarrett left after that, you know, going off his own way to a TNA because maybe he felt some type of way going for like going with that whole decision to keep going with the show. Um, but, you know, that's that's crazy, really crazy stuff. Um, uh, end of the show, I guess. Uh, any final thoughts, HG3? Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is to own heart rest in paradise. Um, honestly, what Ted so something to you guys, what you guys said is not just only his wife is never willing to let him, but I don't think any of his kids are ever willing to let him nope. become part of the WWE Hall of Fame. He deserves to be a 15, 20, 25, 30, 35. He, he had it all. And I feel that though, as a fan, I'm looking at both sides of the world. As a fan, we want to see Owen in the lights. We want to see him on, on a plaque. We want to see him like, hey, you made it because of everything you did. But at the same time, though, as, as a son, as a wife, as a family member, I can see why they don't. All right, so, um, point anything from a son's point, from a family point of view, they just don't want a company where he basically was ultimately killed where he was ultimately killed. They don't want that company to, to make a dime off his name because at the end of the day, it's like, you you killed the man, the, my, my father, my husband, you know, my the future grandfather to my kids. Um, to go off of what you guys also just said, and this last thing I'm going to say on this one, is that um, Owen, I don't think, would have wrestled all the way to like the CM Punk base. I feel that most he probably would have left around 2004, 2005 because of what he ultimately wanted. He was a family man. He wanted to be with his wife and be with his kids and see them grow up. So I feel that he would eventually would have saved up enough money, paid off what he needed to pay off and just retired and just said, I want to give my best years to my wife and to my kids because I want to, you know, see them at their games, play with them, you know, with my boy, I want to wrestle with him, you know, keep going forward. Um, God, but never forgotten. Thank you, Owen Hart. Thank you, Owen for all the memories. Thank you for all the laughs. Thank you for your time. Rest in paradise. Uncle Lisp. Oh, uh, same thing as as she said, thank you Owen Hart. 21 years since he passed away and it's still, you know, something we think about today is uh, it lives within our memories, but you yourself, you know, what you've done for the industry, what you did for us, you live in our memories. Of course, I know she might not. She has been open with AEW. I I actually know about that, that she's going to do Hall of Fame for AEW. 
that wouldn't mind that, you know, I would like that because then at least they could get whatever they can with Owen over there. Um, same thing with Shad. It's going to be tough, you know, uh, thank you, Shad, for the memories, too. Uh, probably later on we'll do a money, money, yeah, yeah, and for him, you know. Um, and uh, Hana was just young. But, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I got right now. I just want to get close it out. Well, Reject fans, we want to thank you guys for coming to the show, joining us. Um, yes, to the Hart, fa Hart family, or Hart's family for sure. Um, you know, prayers and thoughts going out to you guys, for definitely. Um, to the Kimura family, prayers goes out to you guys. For the Shad family, definitely prayers go out to you guys for sure. Um, life is short. I guess this is one testament that we all would agree is live life to the fullest. Express yourself, not impress anybody. Um, just enjoy yourself for the most part. Definitely um, appreciate what you have. Have fun with what you're doing. Always always go a day with a smile for sure. Um, and just be kind. Be kind. Be kind to the people. I think once you do that just as much, we learn from Owen Hart and his story is wonderful things can happen. Family like that is, you know, awesome to keep, awesome to have. Um, and then the foundation themselves, you guys are doing wonderful work. They're in Canada being, you know, helping helping the need that's there, focusing on the children themselves, knowing that the children is our future. And once we give ourselves the future of leaders, I think we'll be just fine for our families. Um, but, yeah, appreciate you guys coming to another show. I'll right, see you guys later. You, before you hang up, I just want to do one thing real quick. Just in honor of Shad's fault. Sorry about that. That's you three. You know what we're about to do, right? You down for it? We in that money, money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that money, money. Yeah, yeah. You got that money, money. Yeah, yeah. Come on, get in this. We got, got that, that money, money. money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that money, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thank you, Shad. Rest in paradise. We appreci